Do you think everyone out there is having better sex than you? And you secretly wish you knew how to add some spark to your sex life? A common question I get as a sex therapist is how to improve your sex life and what makes sex great. People want to have great sex and they just don't know how. In fact, they don't even know what great sex is sometimes. But there are simple things you can do to spark your sex life and make it magnificent. I can't wait to share them with you. And I can't wait to tell you about all the things that make up great sex. Are you ready to cut through the BS and get down to the truth about sex and love? Welcome to the Great Sex Podcast. I'm Dr. Heather England, a certified sex therapist and relationship expert. Join me for candid conversations that address what you truly want to know and answer your burning questions about love and sex. I want to empower you to ignite your love and sex life. Today, we're going to talk about what great sex is. So what are the ingredients of great sex and what you can do to have great sex? Because why? Well, because life is too short for bad sex. That would be like eating food without salt or spices for the rest of your life. And no one would want to do that. Yuck. Today's episode is going to be a little longer than our normal episodes. And why? Well, because there's a lot that goes into great sex. And I want to make sure we hit all of the main ingredients of great sex and take a little time to unpack what those are. Another important thing for us to make sure we understand is that sex can be different at different times. You know, a lot of people have a misconception that sex should be great all the time. In fact, they think that, you know, maybe sex is just average 15% of the time, that something goes wrong 10 to 15% of the time, and that the other 70% of the time... Sex is like knock your socks off fabulous, but actually it's a little different than that. Typically, sex is just kind of okay the majority of the time. And about 15% to 20% of the times, it's like knock your socks off. And about another 15% of the time, something can go wrong. And that something can be ED, like erectile dysfunction, or you're too dry, or someone does an orgasm, or you get interrupted. So I think it's really important to kind of set the truth free for everybody that sex is not supposed to be like this magical, wow, it's amazing, knock your socks off experience every single time you have sex. Okay. So I'm talking about great sex. But great sex can be just like ordinary sex you have on an ordinary day or an ordinary evening with your partner. It doesn't have to be what you see in Hollywood. I think Hollywood is so misleading and it gives people these wrong ideas about what sex is. So let me circle back to that sex can be different at different times for you. So you just need to know that sometimes you're going to feel a little differently about sex and that's totally okay. Don't think that just because I'm talking about great sex that every time you have sex, you're supposed to be over the top. Wow, we're going to have great sex tonight. 
So one of the biggest ingredients that goes into great sex is really being into your partner. Are you feeling connected to your partner? Are you in love with your partner? Are you feeling attracted to your partner in the moment? I like to think of sex with your partner as a special place you go to together. It's it's just special. It's unique to the two of you. No one else will ever share this experience that you have with your partner. So rather than thinking about it as something you do with your partner, I like to think about it as this special place that you go to with your partner where you can relax and have fun and explore and be playful and just be free to be you and express yourself sexually in whatever way you want to. So in order to be able to go to that special place with your partner and feel that, you need to have a strong foundation of love. So that's why I said in the intro, even though the name of this podcast is The Great Sex Podcast, we're going to talk about love and what goes into building a really strong relationship because the foundation for great sex is a foundation of strong love that is built on trust and mutual respect. So it's really, really important that you've done the work to build that strong foundation with your partner because it's the love that connects you that oftentimes gets you interested in sex. For females, Oftentimes, what gets you interested in sex is that feeling of being close and connected to your partner. So from a gendered standpoint, the pathway to sex for many women is often feeling really close and loving towards your partner. Now, the opposite is kind of true for men. And again, I'm talking in generalities here, but for many men, they often feel loved through the act of sex, through the experience of sex, through going to that special place of sex with their partner. That often is the thing that makes them feel loved. So it's a little different based on whether you are male or female. And again, I'm talking in generalities. There always are going to be exceptions to the rule. So if we talk about how a strong foundation of love is so important for great sex and that that foundation is built on trust and mutual respect, then it makes sense that in order to have great sex, you'd have to be able to really trust your partner. So you could be fully accepted for who you are and you know that you're safe. That gives you consent. So you know that no matter what you do sexually with your partner, you're going to be able to have full consent and you're going to be safe and know that your partner's not going to judge you. You can be yourself. So you can be sexually free. If you want to be playful, you can be playful. If you want to be silly, you can be silly. If you want to say dirty words, if you want to really express your wants and needs to your partner and tell them exactly what you want them to do to you sexually, you know that they're going to accept you without judgment and it's safe to be you, okay? It's safe to try things. It's safe to say, 
hey, wait, no, stop. I don't want to do that anymore. Or I thought I wanted to do this thing, but you know, I don't want to do this anymore. So the more you can feel completely free to be yourself, the more you're going to really, really enjoy sex and it's going to be great. So that's an ingredient of great sex. All right. So the next ingredient is really having open communication with your partner. Now, this seems so simple. You think, well, okay, what's that mean? Well, believe it or not, communication skills are one of the key things that go wrong in in relationships. And as a couples therapist, I can't tell you how many people come to couples therapy because they just feel like they can't communicate that they're just not talking in the same kind of language. And if it's hard to talk about everyday things, it's hard to manage conflict, it's hard to just have communication about things that are difficult, then it's really extra hard to talk about sex. So being able to talk with your partner about sex is such a key thing for you to be able to do to have a really rich sex life. And what this would look like is it would be you being able to talk about all those things that you want to do sexually, all those things that you might want to do sexually and all those things you really don't want to do sexually. It might be telling your partner how to touch you and where to touch you. I mean, we can tell our partners exactly how to load the dishwasher in great detail, right? Why is it so hard to tell our partners how to touch us or what we want them to do. And this goes both ways, both for men telling women and women telling men. But it is especially hard, I think, in our society for a lot of women to be able to tell their partners, especially if that partner is male, how to touch them and where to touch them and how hard to touch them and what to do. It's it's so hard. I just think we're not socialized to express ourselves sexually. So if you struggle with this, please know it's okay. Like you're you're very typical, but it's something to work at, right? Because we sure can tell them how to load the dishwasher. All right. So another ingredient really is your mindset. Um, there is a saying that your brain is your biggest sex organ. And honestly, it's your mindset about sex and what you're telling yourself about sex that can either make you or break you. You can get yourself turned on and get yourself in the mood just by your mindset. If you're telling yourself, wow, I'm going to have a wonderful, fun time sexually with my partner tonight, then you're more likely that that's going to happen. If your mindset is, oh, I have to have sex again. I don't feel like having sex. It's like the last thing I want to do today. It's another chore. I'm too tired. Then guess what? You're probably not going to be in the mood to have sex. And if you go ahead and have sex, you, you might not have really good sex because your mindset is not in that direction. So working on your mindset is something that will really help you to improve your sex life. Another thing that goes into great sex is just your comfort level with your body. Are you happy with your body? Do you feel attractive? Or do you feel that there's parts of your body that you don't like, that you just think are unattractive, that your partner's not going to get turned on by? Or if your partner is turned on by your body, you're sitting there telling yourself, oh, gross, 
I, I don't like how I smell. I don't like how I look. I've got an extra 10 pounds. I'm not as buff as I usually am. All of those things can really detract from your ability to just relax and enjoy sex, right? I think we are our biggest judges of our own bodies. We are our biggest critics when it comes to how we look and how we think others are perceiving us. But oftentimes it it matters more to us than it does them. I think that when I see people that just totally embrace their body, regardless of their size or how they look, uh, they are so attractive when they embrace themselves. Self-confidence has been proven to be one of the top things that attracts people to other people. So being confident in your body, regardless of your size, is a way that you can really be so much more attractive to your partner and for you to embrace your sexuality. All right, so I'm moving on to the next ingredient, which is to know yourself sexually. So how can you have great sex if you have absolutely no idea what makes you feel good, right? If you don't know how you want to be touched and where you want to be touched and how long you want to be touched there and what feels really good to you, then how how are you ever going to have great sex? Because it's one thing to be able to touch yourself and masturbate and and have lots of great pleasure that way. But you have to somehow communicate all of these things to your partner. So if you don't know yourself sexually, how is your partner going to magically be a mind reader and know exactly how to touch you to give you the kind of sexual pleasure that you really want to have? So you have to know what feels good and know Know yourself sexually in a way that you can share that with your partner, whether you're in the heat of the moment or you're talking about sex before you have sex, right? You have to be able to know what you want, what you need, and how to express that to your partner. So another thing that goes into great sex is just being open to new experiences and to experimenting. This is really that playful side of you, that adventurous side that says, yeah, I think I'll try a sex toy tonight. I think I'd be okay doing that. Or yeah, I might be try- I might be okay trying this new position. Or I think maybe I want to kiss you in the shower and hold you. All these types of things. If they're new things for you, Just being open to that, being open to trying something new is really going to lead you to better sex. And again, this is where trusting your partner and feeling safe with them is really important. Um, Just like it is in being able to communicate your sexual wants and needs to your partner, you have to know that they're going to listen to you without judgment and they're going to accept you. And, you know, that they're on your team. They want you to have great sex too. It's not just about them. It's a two-way street. All right. And the final thing I want to talk about in terms of great sex is just really setting up the right context for sex. So the right context would be having sex when it's really the right time and the right place and you're in the right headspace, okay? So for example, if fatigue is a desire killer for you, 
don't have sex at night when you're exhausted, that is not the right context. The right context for you might be mid-afternoon sex or morning sex when you're rested. So setting up the right context is really, really important for the success of your sexual experience. You know, sometimes people have great sex in a hotel and then they go to recreate that and it's not as great the next time. And they really don't understand why. Well, a lot has changed. The environment is the same, but maybe they're feeling different about themselves in their body. Maybe they're feeling a little different about their partner at that moment. Maybe they're rushed because they're trying to have sex in between going to the pool and rushing off to dinner and they need a little time to relax and get in the mood. So context is more than just the environment or the place where you're being sexual. It's how you're feeling about you, how you're feeling about your partner, Are you doing the things you need to do to get aroused, to take the time to get turned on? So context can be all of these things. It can encompass all of these things. And I'll guarantee you, uh, you probably don't ever really think about it. You don't think about what do I need to do to set up the right kind of context for me and my partner to have a great sexual encounter. I know personally Like I said before about fatigue, I can't have sex when I'm tired, but I also can't have sex when I have 8,000 things on my mind. Sometimes I literally need to do a mind dump with my husband, Jerry, before I even think about having sex with him. And sometimes we will plan sex. A lot of times we'll plan sex just so we can have sex at a time when we both are rested, when we both know we're going to be able to transition ourselves into being in the mood into setting up the right context, whether that's for me, it might be for me, it's like taking a shower or relaxing, lighting a candle, um, maybe even turning on some music. All those things make me transition into this space, this context of feeling sexual and feeling rested so that I can then be relaxed and have a really wonderful sexual encounter. So I have done the work to know myself sexually, I hope, given that I'm a sex therapist, that I practice what I preach, but I'm able to then apply that to my life with my husband and it's helped our sex to be so much better. Just being able to set up what I know will be the environment for a successful sexual encounter and setting myself up personally and and my husband doing that work too, so that we are both going into the experience feeling like, yeah, this is going to be successful and doing all the things we need to do to set it up so it's successful. So let me summarize what we talked about today so you can have an easy takeaway of something that you can implement to make your love and sex life better. We talked about many of the things that make up great sex in a relationship. And I'm wondering if you could take a few moments and just do some honest thinking with yourself. Evaluate each of these things for your relationship and then identify some of the areas that you could strengthen. What can you personally do to improve your sex life? Bottom line, how you feel about yourself as a sexual person, your mindset and your comfort with your body they really impact the quality of your sex. 
And the great news is that you're in control of these. In fact, you're in control of all of these ingredients of great sex. Thanks for listening to The Great Sex Podcast, where we share the real truth about love and sex and empower you to change your relationship. Remember, life is too short for bad sex. And don't forget to subscribe to the podcast so you don't miss future episodes. And if you're feeling it, I'd really love a good review so I can keep the podcast audience growing and reach more and more people that are trying to do this important work of creating strong relationships and great sex lives. Also, if you're looking for some ways to add some spice to your sex life, I've got 69 ways for you. So check out my free resource, 69 Ways to Add Spice to Your Sex Life. You can find it at www.lovefilledlife forward slash 69 ways. That's www.lovefilledlife.com forward slash 69 ways. Thanks so much for listening today and I'll see you next time.